0: Hello everyone, here is Daniel Dye with another episode of our e-commerce podcast and today I'm here with of uh, Color Clothing and this is a uh, luxurious clothing brand for men, for men. They are both in Asia and uh, and in Canada. Uh, Hastain is from Pakistan and uh, today I will talk to him about his brand, why he started the brand, how they are growing and what their
1: marketing plan is. Hey Hastain, how are you? Hey Daniel thank you for having me. I do know uh, the history of the company it started back in 2016 so David the owner of the company he started from $500 in his pockets so uh, he used to like uh, design clothes in his uh, apartment his friend's room and his mother used to uh, teach him how to sew things so he made out uh, clothes back then and then started his own business. And uh, currently we are like uh, a great deal in Canada and in the U S as well. So as of now, we, we, we do a million dollar business over over per year and things have been going really great.
0: Mm-hmm. Amazing. And, um, yeah, so, so let's talk about the early beginning of, of the company. So the founder, he, he was, uh, he was a tailor himself, basically. So he.
1: Create um, uh, a product? No, not, to... not not uh, exactly a tailor, but uh, a learner. Actually, he, he uh-huh. used to learn learn it from his mother, and uh, he was not actually a tailor, but he would go out and see different styles, and he he loved to uh, do clothing himself. So he tried it out, and it actually worked.
0: Yeah, amazing. And at what point he decided to launch a business because? I think most people, they they never decide in that way, right? Yeah. But, okay, so, I will build a business.
1: Yeah. So uh, by the end of 2016, he, he just thought that uh, I, I should give it a try because uh, he, he used to save money from the sales he he made. Uh, he sell, sold his uh, denim to his friends, his his uh, closer circle. So once he knew he had some money, he, he did just go ahead and uh, started his business.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah, and uh, at what point you joined the company?
1: Uh, I've been working with the company for about three and a half years now. Yeah. So, uh, like from uh, twenty nineteen or, or just the start of COVID. Yeah. Yeah.
0: yeah. So um, I'm really curious, like, what was your your motivation to join the business? Like, how um, the founder could convince yeah. you to join.
1: Okay, so uh, it's really interesting. I was working for a company uh, that is in Pakistan, uh, which were being, uh, the company Color Clothing, they had a project which they were uh, outsourcing. So I was working from uh, home that time and the company did give me this project and said that you'll have to work on it and uh, I, I did actually. So a few months later, um, I decided to quit the company for some reason and uh, David and his uh, business partner Jimmy contacted me that if you're not working anywhere, uh, we would love to have you back on the team. So yeah. I actually agreed and uh, I then joined them back. And From now till now, uh, from then till now, I, I've been working with them.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. So you mentioned it's a $1 million company annually in yeah. revenue, roughly. And yeah. uh, I'm curious where those customers come from. Like, do you sell? Mainly in
1: North America or in Pakistan, Asia as well. Um, we basically ship globally, but the main plantel is in Canada and the U.S. So mm-hmm. we do ship out in Australia, England, and other European countries. Uh, but the thing is, some some countries have their certain custom policies which they have to follow. So uh, if you have a certain policy and you have to pay it to the government, uh, we couldn't take that that amount from our side. So our basic clientele is in Canada, and uh, usually we ship within like one or two business days and deliver the product yeah. to our customers.
0: Yeah, yeah. And what's your price point when it comes to these products? Roughly, just to have the listeners to imagine.
1: Um, it's uh, a denim is about one eighty nine, one sixty nine dollars to one eighty nine, mm. but it's Canadian dollars. Uh, the yeah. T shirt is uh, for about seventy five to eighty dollars. And uh, depending on the jackets, which are actually made in Pakistan, so the leather products, uh, the leather jackets are for about four hundred twenty-five to four hundred seventy-five
0: dollars each. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's great. Um, so I'm curious if you, you know, like how your products are different than other brands because it's such a crowded mm-hmm. market, right? Oh, I yes. think clothing is the most crowded market, and maybe yeah, food. Yeah but how can you stand out in a market like this
1: okay Especially so, North
0: America.
1: yeah so our denims are usually not the ones that that are regular in the market um we use kuiper stretch which is a kind of stretch which even after stretching does not uh, change its shape and stays the same for for a very long period of time so the other products, which are for like uh, our shoes, shoes are usually hands handmade and hand stitched, so they have quite a better quality than the other products and the leather jackets as well. We have a detailed finishing and uh, the products that we use are made of, of pure leather. So leather does take uh, does have a good time uh, life expectancy. It's uh, is of twenty five years actually. So we do have a lot of uh, products that are pretty pretty much handmade and uh, made with really good care.
0: Yeah. So the products, they l- can last even to 25 years. Yes. Yeah. That's, that's a big, big thing nowadays. And yeah. how do you tell this to the customers, to the potential customers? Because somehow yeah. you have to communicate this through as well.
1: Mm-hmm. So uh, basically, we when we uh, put up a product on our website, we do put a uh, little video of how how the sizing works and uh, what the uh, exact um, product is, how the uh, the stretch works. So we do have a bit of description or, uh, as well. We do call, uh, like put up stories on uh, social media through Instagram, actually, so the customer knows what he's buying.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah yeah that's that's great because i think many many people or many business owners marketers they struggle to communicate through well their uh, the quality of their content and in you know if you cannot do it well then it's impossible to justify your prices so yeah yeah and uh, do you have maybe showrooms physical shops um, stores yeah.
1: as well so uh, no not actually but uh, we uh, do a pop up event every now and then mm-hmm. so we had this event uh, in uh, like um, before christmas so there were like 280 people in and that place and we we were displaying our products there were people having fun there was dj there was music and, and everybody was having a great time
0: yeah. Was it in uh Pakistan or Canada? You were?
1: Uh It's it's in Canada. The the main yeah. fulfillment, the order making, the, everything is in Canada. But uh, we do have some products which we which are from Pakistan, which are from sometimes Turkey or or Sri Lanka. So mm-hmm. they are all made and sent to um Canada, the warehouse in Toronto.
0: Yeah. Yeah. And uh, it looks like your team is is remote, right? Like, uh, how many people do you have at the moment? With this um,
1: uh, we team? do have around fifty people working, but I'm the okay. only one that's that's remote, that's remotely working.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. I- including manufacturing and full Um, uh,
1: not the manufacturing and full. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. You can you can say that the manufacturing as well. Yeah.
0: Yeah, and when it comes to the marketing, like, how many people? Do you have?
1: Um, we do have a specific team but it's uh, for about three to five people that, that mm-hmm. usually do the marketing and it, it includes the owner as well so he does take a look at how things are going and how will we reach out to the customers and have a, like um, explanation of what we're going to launch or, or what our products are about so we do have a certain team
0: yeah yeah so I think it's a big advantage if the founder is, uh, or himself He's also marketing driven. Oh yes, he, he, He's, a,
1: he's a big part. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's a big part of
0: it. Yeah, because there are businesses where the founder is more like a product uh, owner, or he's he's very good with the product, but not a mm-hmm. marketer. Yeah, yeah. And then that person re- needs really good marketers and. Uh, mm. But sometimes there are language barriers. I mean, they just don't, un- it's a different word, right? Like yeah, someone yeah, is very good yeah, with yeah, the product yeah. and then uh, not the marketing. And then there is the marketer guy who doesn't understand the product. So yeah, it's not easy.
1: Marketing yeah. in itself is a big deal in a company, even if it's not clothing. But if you, you are good at it, you you can make huge sales. But if you are not, then it could actually hurt your business a lot.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. And not even mention uh, people who are good marketers but not good at fulfillment and the products, yes. right? Yes, yes, yes. We have yes. those as
1: well. Yep, yep, yep. So um, actually, when we we were working a few years back, there were a fulfillment team that was in house, but uh, due to some reason, there were uh, there was a lag, and there were be we orders that were like half fulfilled or or just waiting to be sent out so we did uh, take a look at it and we outsourced the company so our fulfillment Mm -hmm. is um, on the day the order is placed or maximum it's a day or a two maximum so there are no customers waiting for the product or there's no delay from our end especially if there's any sort of uncertainty in Canada or in the U.S flood or or any other thing we should have been uh, processing the orders at our good pace and that totally depends on how the company or the carrier will be shipping that so yeah. our goal is to just make sure that we deliver the product or we ship out the product as soon as we receive it
0: yeah and uh, how much uh, can you see the fulfillment part of the business i mean when you experience problems you you, you, I don't know, like you send an email to the customers, or, or, yeah. or you put out a post about it. Like, how mm-hmm. smooth is the communication? Um, if, marketing, mm-hmm.
1: so uh, if there is a delay at any any point of time, what we do is we we make a, make an email and send it all of our customers through email. Uh, usually david uh, does that and uh, he explains why there's a delay and how much time will it take to uh, for us to be back on track and what what time would it take to, for us to deliver the, their products so the mm-hmm. customers do have a knowledge how, how the things are going to work especially um last year uh, at the start, start and uh, end of 2020 and start of 2021 there was a huge um, flood and um, uh, there was a tornadoes i guess so there was a lag of about four months our, our oh, wow. jackets uh, jackets were coming from um, from pakistan and due to the uncertainty in canada uh we do had our products there on the the import area but we couldn't get it cleared just because of the uh, situation so we would explain it to the customer we would let him know every every week or every now and then through instagram stories um through emails through sms that they don't have to worry about it they they have their money saved and if they are not comfortable with it we could uh, or like give them a refund for their order so the mm-hmm. customer did understand and uh, once they get their product they, they are quite happy that they actually did get what they paid for
0: yeah yeah i think that's great that you do it yeah and uh, you mentioned Instagram, so I know Instagram is one of your biggest channels, maybe the biggest yep. when yes. it comes to acquisition. So how do you do it? Like, is it organic or you run ads or both? What's your report? um
1: we, we do run ads, but not that much of ads that there's every ad uh, of color in, in every post. Um, our, our clientele is usually, word of mouth is a big part of our company. So, mm-hmm. we do have that sort of um, a clientele that, that explains to the people that we have good products and they usually reach out to us. I usually handle the social media as well. Uh, if there are any cases that I shouldn't be handling, that's, that's up to David or, or Jimmy, the other business partner who who usually handles those cases. So my thing is to uh, handle all those cases and if there are potential customers, explain to them how the product is doing, what will they be expecting when they get it and uh, how much of a price difference is there from the other companies. So once mm-hmm. I make them uh, understand the thing, and they usually do, they, they usually just give, uh, get a big order and uh, once they do, they always come back.
0: Yeah, yeah, that's amazing. And um, is there any way to measure this word of mouth activity? Like, because mm-hmm. it's, I think for many people it's intangible, right? So yeah. it's hard to grasp what it yes. what it
1: is. So how um, can you
0: measure it or track it?
1: Okay, so we have uh, a Discord account, mm-hmm. a Discord group that is mm-hmm. only for the customers that have been shopping with us since like twenty seventeen mm-hmm. or twenty eighteen. So there are customers that are are basically our marketers in in local people so what they do is when they wear out they usually post their pictures and and to tag us and if there is any sort of we, we do have um, a, a giveaway as well after a couple of months so our customers when when they see that we're giving a like a $500 gift card they usually men we ask them to mention their friends once they do we do have an idea how, how things are going and um, if the the customers that are coming on our Instagram page, they would see our posts, they would see our products and they would be interested that if they are giving $500, they must be doing something good.
0: Yeah. Yeah, that's great. And you mentioned this channel. So can you yes. share more about it? So you, you try to create a community out yes. of the buyers, right?
1: Yes. So our community is for about 300 people right now. It's, it started back in, uh, in, in this recent December. Um, what we do is, if we have a new launch upcoming, what we do is um, we, we give them a, a sample sale product. We make a portal where all the products will be up, up, uploaded or updated, but that would only be accessible for the, the people or the customer that are in that group. So they could buy hassle free, or they don't have any issues if the product gets out of stock. So they get first hand of the products that we'll be launching, and once once they buy them, we give them a day or two if they want to make any changes. If they are okay with it, then we uh, open it for the regular customers, and they can buy it from the products that are left in the stock.
0: Hmm, interesting. So. Because uh, I think uh, building a community is something uh, that not many businesses do, but they should. Because as we yeah. know, acquisition is more and more expensive, retention True. is more and more important. Also, getting data of customers becomes trickier with yes. iOS and cookies. All of that. Um, yeah. These customers, they also talk in the on the Discord, or or it's oh, not happening.
1: Yes oh yes yes yeah if they have any questions regarding the product usually David answers them all if they have any issue with the sizing or but uh, we don't uh, like uh, offer them customer support through discord because we do have a channel for it so it would be pretty clumsy if we we give them the option to ask there and they would be just writing up messages so that would make a fuss there So instead of that, what we do is if there are products that are being launched and the customers do have a thinking of how that product would be or what would the sizing be, would it be different from the other ones? So we do give them an FAQ from that uh, that group. And uh, once we explain them, they are more than happy. And usually the customers that are being talked they, uh, they swap with each other. Like if I have a 32 denim and you have a 34, I'll I'll uh, I'll send a message that I do have this denim if anyone wants to swap with me. So I will be more than happy to do it. So there are customers that are actually doing that.
0: Wow, that's amazing. You have a a very strong community around. the Oh, trend. yes,
1: yes, so yes.
0: It really has the word of mouth, right?
1: Yeah, we do.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah um let's talk about other parts of your marketing so what what else did do you do? like uh how do you use email marketing or or i don't know if you use sms or any other yeah,
1: channels? yeah. we yeah. yes we we started doing sms marketing there's a marketing app i i guess you might have heard about it uh, attentive sms
0: mm-hmm. yeah
1: so we are we just set it up and uh, we used to have these sms bumps back then through shopify But they were not as good as the other ones. So Attentive does have a lot of um, features that are not in SMS pump. So we just started it and we, we even respond to our customers who are having any issues with the products or if we have a new launch, we'll definitely explain to them how the product will be and if they are asking for tracking information or something like that, we do have an answer for it.
0: Yeah, that's interesting because... SMS bump is, uh, I think now it's a part of Yotpo. They yeah. uh, claim, claim to be e-commerce focused and I think attentive is more, it's broader. It's not just yes. e-commerce. Yes. And you still went from bump or Yotpo to attentive. Y- so yeah, yeah. Usually happens the opposite. Uh, opposite, migration. yes, yes, yes.
1: Yeah. Uh, basically, uh, the attentive SMS does have a lot more options than, the, than SMS bump. Oh. So what yeah. we do is if the customer reaches out, we, we couldn't have an uh, detailed explanation uh, through SMS pump. From S- the attentive yeah. SMS, we can explain how the product will be and um, if there are any delays or if there are any issues with his order. They could just simply write us up and we respond to them at, at our earliest.
0: Yeah, 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 makes sense. Um, and how about email marketing? So do you use any tools like Klaviyo or... Yeah. Drip.
1: Um, yeah. So uh, I don't have access to Clavio, but uh, we are using it right now.
0: Yeah. 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 And um, let's talk about other ways to, you know, get more customers. Mm-hmm. So obviously you have visual products, and you said Instagram is big for us. For yeah. you, maybe you use Google, uh, Pinterest, uh, TikTok as well. Mm-hmm. Probably not TikTok. Yes. I guess.
1: Uh, TikTok is a part part of it. Right?
0: Yeah. So, uh, what other channels do you use to, you know, get um, more customers?
1: We uh, David actually uses uh, TikTok and uh, made made some reels and uh, some put put out some posts regarding it. And uh, our products are usually shown on on the TikTok and sometimes Pinterest as well. Um, most of our clientele, you TikTok is a really broader version of of Instagram. So. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, the customers that we get from there there are not too much but still uh, they do may make an impact the people who uh, especially follow clothing they would they would see those reels coming up and they would like to see those products and if anyone wants to buy it, we do have those product li- link in the description so if there is anyone who reaches out and says that i want to buy this product he could simply li- uh, click on that link and uh, go to our website and buy the product
0: yeah so actually, you can find good customers on uh, TikTok as well, because oh, yes. many many people they complain, many marketers that TikTok is more for Gen Z, young people, mm. and um, you know your products are
1: more high
0: high price, yeah. let's say. So usually, not younger people have the budget for that. So
1: yes, uh, so the thing is, um, I guess you have to just be uh, on spot with the trend. If you are behind the trend, especially in clothing, if you are behind the trend, you you'll get lost in in the way. But we yeah. uh, mostly what we do is we we gather information about how the local interest is building up and how the products are uh, the people liking the products. Uh, we uh, like uh, the flare denim. Flare flare was uh, back in eighties or nineties, but it's coming back. We just Mm. relaunched it again and uh, we designed it and it it is actually pretty trendy right now. So we did a lot of um, working on that. And um, once we knew that we have a clientele for it, so we we did launch it. And what we mostly do is um, put out stories like, uh, do you want uh, this denim or or a black one? So we make a poll and uh, we see what our customers demand or what our customers want so once we see the results we actually make them for the for our customers
0: yeah so actually you use social media to ask them not just the discord channel but actively on social you ask them with videos reels yeah
1: yes
0: that's great um Yeah, so I think we went through all aspects of the business, and uh, I'm curious, what are the plans for this year? Like, what, what's next for you and for the company? To
1: um, for for this we for this year uh, we are booking our our first detailed um, production right now. So it would be in end of January and we have our jewelry lined up and sunglasses, which we, uh, jewelry is being actually restocked after a few mm-hmm. years uh, and uh, we are launching new sunglasses, which would be by end of April or June. So we have marked our mid-year um, production series. So we know yeah. what we are going to do in this uh, in these six months. So yeah, for, for me, we are trying to expand as much as, as we can. We are trying to like um, cut our cost, shipping cost, especially in other countries, uh, in Europe and in Australia as well, because uh, the shipping rates have been immensely increased and uh, the customers actually sometimes complain to us that uh, the product is like for $75 and I'll have to pay $90 for shipping. So that's wow. that's the thing that we, we are working on right now. So what we, uh, we usually make invoices to just cut down the cost, and if there are a customer that has been coming back for for a lot of time, so we do make an exception for him and cut down the cost, or even if it hurts us a bit, but uh, we are always more than happy to help with our customers, especially the customers that are being um, or ordered from uh, other countries.
0: Yeah, 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 yeah. You know, shipping for three months, definitely. That was the big um, bottleneck, or became one of the biggest bottlenecks recently. True. Uh yeah,
1: yeah, yeah.
0: The prices increased multiple times. Yes. So that's something crazy. But it sounds like you want to focus on uh, retaining those good customers, even exactly. if shipping increased a lot. So exactly. you are ready to help them in different ways, which is yeah. which is great. I think. Mm. Yeah. Um, How many product launches or product lines do you launch per year? Because you mentioned these trends and actually I expected in luxurious uh, clothing, there are less trends Mm -hmm. or it moves slower. Uh You don't buy a $500 Mm -hmm. coat every week, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, But you can buy cheap t-shirts. So Yeah. um, yeah, how many times a year?
1: Okay, so the leather products are very limited. They usually come in from uh, February or uh, start of March till April's first or second week. Because mm-hmm. the, there's the season and the people, we actually make very limited uh, products, of especially of the leather because it's pretty expensive. And, and yeah. we usually sell, a, we, we do our forecasting that if, if we have... Uh, clientele that is going to buy these products, we we would order it according to our situation so those are pretty limited and um, when 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 the that time goes out uh, goes about we we close it out then there are shoes that are for pretty limited time they we usually only launch 30 to 50 pairs for for one shoe so we do know that they are pretty expensive but like 400 or 425 for for a shoe is is pretty much so we we launch out very limited uh, shoes and uh, once we when we sell them out we do ask them again if they want us to restock those or do we, do they want us to have uh, another slot or another different product or another variant of uh, shoes they want
0: mm-hmm. yeah um i would have a few more personal questions to finish sure. the podcast. So yeah. I'm curious, what was the biggest challenge for you um, um, in this company? Far?
1: Well, um, to be very honest, because uh, all of the company people or the all the police are actually working in Canada, and I'm only the person who's working remotely. I uh, mm-hmm. go around ask for fulfillment oral and if there are any issues with the fulfillment I do have to keep a check on them I handle the customer service I handle uh, the bank chargeback and any any other variants that are related to the support program so it was pretty hard to communicate at first because the timing is pretty much uh, the opposite like um, yeah. when I get uh, get on to work like six it's 6 p.m. here in Pakistan and uh, it's 9 a.m. in Canada so sometimes mm, if there obviously. are any customers yeah yeah so if there are any customers that are being uh, asked for for a thing i'll I'll email them or I'll uh, whatsapp them that uh, we have to respond to this customer sometimes it, it what they do is they are not available at that time or they are in the office or working and I'm here and I I just can't reach them directly as other people yeah. who do. It was a yeah, hassle, but now sense. we do we, we do have a uh, we do use Slack right now, just to make sure that yeah. uh, all the issues are being addressed properly. Yeah.
0: Makes sense, but on the other hand, I think it really uh, makes you accountable, right? Because you know yeah. that if there is something uh, like a problem, let's say, then mm-hmm. uh, you have to wait uh, half a day, so exactly. you have to be really on point and precise with things, yes. right?
1: Yes, yes, yes.
0: This? Yeah. Um, who is your or who 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 was your biggest mentor in your Who taught you the most?
1: Um. If I see it that way, my parents have been my mentors all the way long. They have been teaching me since I was a kid, and I'm more than happy that what I'm doing is just because of them. I do have some mm. support in, in the company, in, in my other company that I've worked with, but my parents are the basic things or the basic people that I go to, even if I have any any little problem at all.
0: Mm. Yeah. yeah, I think that's a great way to summarize it. Yeah. Um, I have a last question to you, which is what would be your number one advice to other marketers in let's say, fashion e-commerce campaigns?
1: Um, That one advice would be just follow what you see correct. Because when Mm -hmm. when you go through Instagram, when you go through TikTok, when you go through other social media, what you see is there are a lot of brands that have been doing something unique and getting revenue out of it so if people are scared to do it they won't be able to make any money or they'll be not, they'll not be as potentially uh, good as they, they could be if they follow what they what they seem to be a good option so i would mm. suggest everyone who wants to launch their product or anyone who wants to work for a company that is uh, related to anything just just do not let anyone tell you that you cannot do this have a say in it do have a clear mind that you want to work on this you can simply do it you don't have to ask anybody else that you cannot do it or, or the products that you want are not going to work you just have to be a bit experimental and a bit risky because if there you cannot take risk you cannot do any business at all so you yeah. do have to take a risk
0: or don't listen to others right? Or you can listen to yeah. them, but don't always yeah. accept exactly. their advice. Many times yeah. you shouldn't do that. yeah mostly. And then put in the work and test, right? True. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's that's a great advice. And actually, I also thought about it. Like when I started business, I read a lot of books, which helped yeah. me. I mean, I learned a lot. But on the other hand, it it um, it limits your mindset. True. They True. tell you how to do it. Yeah. Okay, you learn, but uh, on the other hand, you forget coming up with new ideas, creative ideas.
1: True. So, yeah. Uh, I'd I, 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 I just like to give you an, an example. I was watching a reel uh, last night. So they, yeah. they there was a scientist who put a jar, uh, took a jar and put a grasshopper in it and just covered the lid up. So it, it, uh, it, covered, it kept it covered for around three three days. So after three days when he opened the lid that grasshopper could not get out of that, that jar box. That jar. Just because it was very limited in that area and he wasn't being able to come out of the box or think out of the box. He just thought that I, I cannot go above this, this point and he was stuck there so you have yeah. to come out of your uh, comfort zone and you have to work it all the way uh, no matter how many tries it takes you just have to be uh, pretty much more confident on yourself other, rather than listening to other people
0: yeah yeah so
1: that that example actually tells us that you can you cannot do anything unless unless you you, you feel like it if you yeah. can then you should just go ahead and and do it
0: yeah so uh, it was a great example that you shared and i completely agree with this i think these are great final words so if anyone wants to find your brand where they should go what's the domain
1: um you can just uh, go on the web and write colorclothing.com or or just find us on uh, social media on instagram K-O-L-L-A-R and c l o t h i n g c l o t h i n g
0: yeah Yep. Amazing. We will put these links into the description as well. Also, okay. the social media handle. I know yep. you are big on Instagram. Like a brand buy from not many brands. They have such a community and word of mouth yep. that you have. That's yep. amazing. And also, thanks everyone who watched the live stream today or yep. uh, we listen to the podcast in the future. Every week we come out with a new episode with, with an e-commerce business owner or marketer. And also, I put a uh, link into the description, which will take you to a uh, free 50-point checklist. And you can use it to audit your own e-commerce email marketing. So check out that link as well. And uh, thanks, everyone. And thanks, Hasnain. And uh,
1: have a great day. Thank you, Daniel. Thank you, you too. Have a good day.